Hi, and welcome to Inspiration Lab, a podcast shining a spotlight on leaders, creators, and organizations that continue to motivate and inspire us in the world of human resources, entrepreneurship, and hospitality. I'm Emery DeBala, founder and managing director of AB Consulting, an HR consultancy where we work with our clients to find unique approaches to human resources engagement, as well as strengthening leadership capabilities. Today, we are joined by a tour de force in Caribbean tourism, Stacy Cox, CEO of Turks and Caicos Hospitality and Tourism Association. In her role, Stacy represents the membership of TCHTA on matters related to advocacy, marketing, and education, both locally and internationally. Stacy and I are going to talk about the reopening of TCI and the new safety protocols in hospitality. Being a strong advocate for women in tourism, Stacy has championed the Women in Tourism Caribbean movement to recognize great female talent in diverse roles across the Caribbean. Check out our podcast to hear more. Consulting, and I'm so excited to be here today with Stacy Cox. Stacy is the executive director for the Turks and Caicos Hotel and Tourism Association. Originally from the Bahamas, Stacy has called TCI home now for a few years. In her role as the executive director for the TCHTA, Stacy represents the members in a variety of advocacy, branding, marketing, and people development initiatives to promote TCI, both locally as well as internationally. She's also a strong supporter and advocate for women in tourism and hospitality and has championed the Women in Tourism Caribbean Initiative, which we're going to hear more about today. It's so great to see you. How are you? Oh, Amarita, I am good, all things considered. I'm, I'm really, really good. Oh, good. Well, you look fabulous. Listen, the last time I saw you, we, I was in Turks and Caicos. We were enjoying a glass of rosé at Infinity uh, at Grace Bay Club, um, staring out into that beautiful sunset. Little did I know that would be my last trip in a really, really, really long time and my last Caribbean sunset, which I'm missing so much. But um, listen, it's so great to be here with you and thank you so much for your time today. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. My absolute pleasure. Thanks, thanks for having me. This is a treat, actually. Well, it's so great because, listen, I'm so happy for Turks and Caicos. You reopened your doors a few weeks ago. I think July 22nd was the date. Um, so, you know, we wanted to, to touch base with you and see how things were going and, you know, the feedback that you're getting from guests as well as employees going back to work. I mean, there's, there's such an evolution here in terms of, you know, marketing and branding the destination too. So tell us, how is life as you slowly return to normal in, in TCI? I think that, you know, when July 22nd came, there was a whole array of just emotions from excitement to nervousness. Um, but I think excitement superseded it all because people were back, were ready to get back to some sense of normal. Although the normal included some level of social distancing, wearing a mask, continuously washing your hands, um, people needed to feel the vibe of other people in their atmosphere. Most of the guests through either um, um, TripAdvisor or, or one or two that I've met, they're just excited to be 
in the sunshine, on the beach, and just being able to relax outside of what was or is their norm from wherever they're coming from. Our source market is, um, as you may or may not know, is, is the New York area. So most people were experiencing cabin fever. So anything to get out on the best beach in the world, Grace Bay Beach, um, to, to relax just a little, um, that has been really positive from, from our visitors. Our staff, um, like I said, have been a tad bit nervous and excited. They're coming back to a new normal as well. And um, just to see them in, in their natural habitat, in their work environment, um, it, it's creating somewhat of a buzz of, of, on a positive level um, it, on the island. And that's, that, 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 obviously that vibe translates in, transcends into everyone else from the grocery store, the cab drivers, um, the gas station. So it's, it's exciting and yet still a bit nervous. Um, you see guests walking around wearing their mask and, and adhering to the protocols established by the Ministry of Health. And um, it's, it, it can only get better from this point on because we all begin to get accustomed to the new normal. Wonderful. I love hearing that. Um, one of the things that really stood out to me when the, when the pandemic started, um, Stacey, was the work that the TCHTA um, did in informing the community, you know, through a variety of webinars. And um, I really loved reading and, and hearing about the community staples mission. Um, and so I wondered if you could tell us a little bit more about this mission and, and what it entails. Um, to your point, so when we, when we, when the pandemic, when we were shut down, um, one of the core things that I wanted to do was to reassure people that we would get through this. At some point, we will get through this and we will get through this together. So we did a lot of training as it relates, online training to our members as it relates to your mental wellness, um, maintaining a routine while you're staying at home. And um, that, I mean, the audience was just amazing. Then we went to the HR departments and because they have the responsibility of touching base with so many people. So in anything you do, you want to ensure that your foundation is firm. So the HR departments, we wanted to solidify them. We wanted to affirm them and ensure that their mental wellness was intact as they go out and reach out to, to their various team members. Um, we pivot a bit um, into the, the Staples Bag Initiative where members of the association was able to sponsor um, bins of groceries to the team members that were most in need. And that, I mean, we were able to feed over 1,700 families or more in the destination and 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 that speaks to to the unity of of the membership of of tchta and the community as well because we had people in the community that came on board and assisted with this initiative um, and the staff were just so grateful because you know people think that okay the investment side of it is it's what took a major hit but you know you you think about um the housekeepers and the gardeners and the middle management and the chefs who all we all have a stake on it we were all impacted um by some way or the other during this pandemic but i'm just glad to know that we were able to put basic needs of food in the in in the homes of many persons on the island really love hearing about that. It's great. Um, 
you know, as you're uh, as you're sort of planning ahead in your role as, um, as 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 CEO of the TCHTA, you know, what are going to be some big priorities for you and the group um, as you know as the next few months unfold um, as well? And and maybe if we can even take that a step further in terms of how you're either partnering or supporting your Caribbean neighbors, um, we'd love to hear more about that. So too. one of the things that uh, that we're working on right now is because you don't see the busy season until just about November or so. So we are still in the prep mode of, of um, training and affirming our staff to know that it's okay. We just need to adhere to the protocols established by the Ministry of Health. Um, and that for some people is coming really easy. And then for others, it's, it's, it's a difficult transition. So it, because the physical side of this pandemic is going to be somewhat easy for most, but it's the mental wellness and the mental shift in the way your consumers are behaving when they come to the destination. So that in, in, in tandem with the way that we're organizing our staff for you know, the mentality of the average guest has been a key focus for, for, for the team, by extension, the members of TCHTA. One thing that we are looking at is, is now we will be sitting down next week and, and talking about strategically how are we going to position our destination. So we've taken somewhat of a role of, of, of advocacy being the main um, thrust of, of TCHTA into now marketing, getting heads and beds, being able to, to um, put people to work so that they can feed their families. And um, so what is the marketing strategy for the destination? With that meet, the meeting with um, our Ministry of, of Tourism, the tourist board actually will happen next week and, and we have some, some ideas on, on where we are and where we want to be. We know that face-to-face -face is going to be maybe December, maybe January, we don't know for sure, but, um, it's all a conversation right now because obviously where we are right now is just so fluid and it's hard to, to pinpoint anything. The team um, through TCHTA was looking at or is still have a keen eye on one of the biggest luxury um, shows that happen in France on an annual basis. It hasn't been canceled as yet, so that's still on the docket. Um, and we, it's just a wait and see game, right? And a lot of promotions by individuals, properties, but it's, it's now, what does it look like as we get into the new norm, the marketing of the destination? Um, one thing that is, is key to Turks and Caicos is, is, um, is, or what differentiates us actually is the fact that we have so many condo resort. We're not mass tourism. And, and people can easily space out, whether it's in their condo, whether it's on the beach. And that's been a great selling point for the destination. And now that's going to be magnified even more. As a region, um, lots of conversations, um, but as you very well know, things are just so fluid um, because we want to come out as a strong Caribbean brand and not Turks and Caicos, not Jamaica, but we want to see we want to showcase that really the world needs the Caribbean. And we, you know, we want to, to tout that message, but we just need to align our goals and that's coming into play 
very shortly. So we're looking forward some, um, to some great messaging coming out of the Caribbean as a collective, um, whether it's through our CTO or CHTA, but we are all going to be working together to ensure that brand Caribbean is in the forefront of everyone's mind. I love hearing that. And you're so right. The world definitely needs the Caribbean. I need the Caribbean. <laughs> Come on down. <laughs> I'm planning on it. I'm planning on it. Um, so one of the, the causes I know that you are such a great champion of and um, are so well respected in the industry is your mentorship and support for women in tourism. And I really applaud you for that, Stacey. Um, and, you know, you've also championed the women in tourism in, sorry, You've also championed the Women in Tourism Caribbean Initiative. And I wondered if you could tell us more about this initiative because it's really the one of a kind and, and what your plans might be going forward. So I am super excited, desire to highlight amazing talents in, in the industry. And it has morphed into such an amazing platform that I'm so proud of. Um, we have almost 11,000 followers on, on Facebook and a huge following on Instagram as well. And um, this year we had planned um, a Belize initiative and a St. Martin initiative, um, and then COVID came along. <laughs> Um, so what we're doing this year is um, we're going to have a series of monthly virtual events, um, speaking to some of the ladies that we've showcased and speaking to the needs of women in leadership and women in tourism on a whole. So it's going to be a, a, a mixed bag of conversations where our followers have the opportunity to engage with us um, on that platform. And I'm just super excited about it um, in the midst of the pandemic and just chaos and just busy um, a lady texts me and she said what are you doing with women in tourism and I'm just like ah oh, it's just so busy and she's like get up and do something and so I've made her a part of my team and I have a team of um, just five amazing people that just you know they just mobilize stuff. They're just like little minions just running around doing stuff. And, and quite honestly, they keep me motivated because it's been extremely busy during this time. And um, they've taken off um, some responsibilities of either the posting or initiating um, features for the Wild Wednesday and uh, even getting guest speakers for, for the first event that we're having. So I'm, I'm just humbled by, by their level of support. And I'm, I'm just really, really grateful for it. You're doing such a wonderful job profiling stories of women from, from sort of all walks, right? And all different levels of positions from front of house to back of house. So it's, it's really, really great to see that. Um, as yeah. Well. And what we want to do, um, and sometimes it's hard to find is those hidden gems in the industry. Mm -hmm. That lady, that housekeeper who's making your guests comfortable every day and every, every day in and out. So I am always in search for great stories uh, that persons can send into the team. Right. And I mean, I would have to say, you know, including yourself, the region has such strong female leadership that um, what a great opportunity to showcase that um, as well. For new visitors to TCI or people looking to come back, um, 
you know, what are some experiences that you would recommend? You're such a wealth of information. I know we're always talking about restaurants and um, hotels and, um, you know, we'd love any recommendations that you have on leisure experiences, dining, um, anything really. Well, because, um, you know, physical distancing is like the theme for 2020, I, um, you know, I saw someone doing a, an amazing kayaking trip um, through the mangroves uh, recently. I thought that was amazing and it's on my bucket list. Um, I personally did horseback riding um, a few weeks ago. It was just amazing. Bucket list checked and done. Um, uh, many sunset crews. A lot of the activities that we have in Turks and Caicos is centered around the water or fine dining. Um, so if you're a water person, horseback riding in the waters. It's kayaking. It's, it's the amazing sunset um, tours, um, anything around the water, or even, you know what, taking the ferry to North Caicos and exploring the caves and ex seeing the flamingos in their natural habitat. There's so much ecotourism in North Caicos. And when you talk about South Caicos and Grand Turk as well in the family islands, and they're so accessible either by boat or by by plane, it's it's an easy thing to do, um, and it, if you want to get away from the norm of Providencialis, I would definitely recommend going to one of the sister islands. But if you're staying in Providencialis, definitely the horseback riding, the sunset cruise, and the kayaking is absolutely some of my favorite or must do or things to do um, when you're visiting Turks and Caicos. The um, the the plantations are becoming um the, the national trust is doing an amazing job with with the ruins there and people have an opportunity to visit these historical sites and um it's it's just um you know take a day every day or every other day actually to just look for the hidden gems of turks and caicos i'm a foodie i am a foodie <laughs> i'm definitely a foodie um so there are um one of one of the restaurants recently just um, launched a, a vegan, a full vegan um, night. Wow. So I'm super excited about experiencing that. Uh, if you want that authentic island feel, it's either the Boogaloo's or the Kunk Shack where you can get um, your Kunk fritters and your Kunk salad. And then, you know what? You can travel on this. It's like a terrain getting to Amaniara for that beautiful sunset and that exquisite meal at Aman. T Turks and Caicos is, you know, firstly, people come here for the accommodations. And once they book their accommodations, the next thing they do is book their dining because every dining is an experience. And it's hard to say one over the other because I enjoy them all for what they present. Re not recently, um, but before um, the lockdown, I went over to the Shore Club and the sushi there is just amazing. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> so um, it, it depends on what, what, you, what you want, um, but there's never, I'm hardly ever disappointed with the dining experiences here. Um, Seven Stars just opened up um, a private room for dining and it's the chef's table and it is, Chef Edwin is amazing. So, I mean, whatever he creates, just say yes, sir. <laughs> Uh, life 
gets back to normal, we always really like to ask our guests, you know, I think many of us in lockdown, um, you know, relived travel memories or started thinking about places that maybe, you know, we'd like to explore once, once we can and when it's safe to do so. Um, so tell us, what's, what's, what places are on your list? That's a good question, Amrita. So before the lockdown, um, some girlfriends and I were talking about trekking through the Caribbean. Because I am a Caribbean girl. I mean, hands down. I love the sun. I love the beach. I love water sports. I love the Caribbean people. I love the culture. Um, so I, we were talking about heading into Anguilla, getting into St. Martin, um, going to St. Lucia, Barbados, and then into Antigua, and then flying back here. Wonderful. Wow. So that's still on the docket. And um, I am looking forward to it. Um, um, just, um, it's about six of us still talking about it. We've sort of mapped it out, sort of. And um, so it's still lying there. And I, I'm just super excited to be able to go through some of those islands because there's so many, I mean, we're, we're the same when we talk about Caribbean. And someone said in a conference recently, they said, how do you say Caribbean, do you say Caribbean, Caribbean, how do you pronounce it? So it doesn't matter how you pronounce it, we're all the same, fundamentally. So it's just little things that make us different. And I, um, I, wanted, I want to see what that looks like mm. from Anguilla to St. Martin, St. Lucia, Barbados, Antigua. And a friend said to me, I have to add Grenada on that. And some of them I've been to for work experience or something or the other, but I, I want to, um, I want more of an experience on, in those islands. Oh, that sounds so wonderful. Well, I'm sure that you'll get to experience that soon. And, you know, each of the islands you describe is so unique in its topography. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But some of the ones you've mentioned. So I, I love that. And, and on that note about, you know, one family um, as well, Stacey, it's always such a pleasure to speak with you. And thank you so much for your time. Um, I'm so thrilled that, you know, TCI's doors are open. And of course, we wish you all well. And uh, I can't wait to return soon. And, and thank you for everything that you're doing to, you know, also support women in tourism in the region as well. So um, as always, it's such a pleasure to chat with you. And I can't wait to see you in person soon. Absolutely, Amarita. Thank you so much for having me. Um, it was really a pleasure to be able to share what we're doing here in Turks and Caicos and also speak about um, my hobby of women in tourism Caribbean. So I look forward to people following us on Instagram and Facebook and um, being a part of the conversation. But thank you so much for having me, Amarita. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Inspiration Lab. If you found value in today's episode, please follow us on your listening platform. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And don't forget to follow us on social on Instagram at a.bconsulting. Drop us a DM. We'd love to hear your thoughts and ideas on any future podcasts. See you next time.